Hey, what's going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, September 19th, 2022. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined as always by, yes, the, the main roster mate himself, which is a nickname I gave him from a previous show that just, I don't know, it's a nickname now. There you go. Mr. Right. Mr. Jose Oseguera. Hey, how's it going? How's it going in the interwebs land in Podville? Podcastville. How's everybody doing? How are you doing, Mr. Smith? I'm doing great. I hope that everybody's enjoying their uh, their their very eventful wrestling week. Well, I mean, it has been a very, very eventful week, especially, I think, in California. I mean, WWE's touring. WWE's here right now. As we speak right now, uh, you know, I live near a freeway towards San Francisco or towards San Jose. Even though they're in Oakland, they could go the long way. And they could drive past here. You know, you never know. Yeah. My main living room window is actually facing towards the Coliseum. So if they ever do fireworks or decide to do it, I'll be able to see that. You know, I just I, I go outside and Seth is just like, ah, I grow a tire. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, we got a lot to talk about. And, uh, you know, first off, we may have a location for AEW Revolution. And no, no, the number one choice is not San Francisco. So let's get past that. Mm. Uh, WWE uh, house shows and SmackDown go down the rabbit hole. Uh, PWI announces the PWI 500. We'll go over the top 10 list that was announced a few days ago. And, uh, well, I'm going to tell you why the real Forbidden Door will be open after 2024. Ooh, juicy. So if you enjoy City Wrestling Radio and everything we do here, please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, because it really does help us out, and it doesn't cost you a penny. Uh, not until we get our Patreon eventually and we have more to offer. See, it's kind of like we're kind of like a drug. We get you hooked for free, <laughs> yeah. and then we start charging you. But just forget everything I just said, just except for the like, share, and subscribe. Go do that. <laughs> Don't then, worry about the rest. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll... We won't be just whispering in your ears in the middle of the night as you sleep with your headphones on, saying, like, what's going on? Anyways, help us, because it really does help us out. Anyways, let's get into it. Jose. Yes, sir. Uh, AEW Revolution. You know, Ooh, typically, yeah, well, typically it takes place, or not typically, usually it takes place the end of February. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the... I think the main revolutions there was in the past few years, there was a few days before the pandemic happened, Right. you know, before the pandemic all went down uh, last couple of years, it's coming back. But now Fightful is reporting that the current planned location for AEW Revolution 2023 is going to be the historic Cal Palace in not San Francisco, but uh, Daly City, California. Uh, I, ca- I, I caught that <laughs> because uh, last night I posted on our Facebook and I was just like, oh, Cal Palace in San Francisco. And that's such, you know, San Francisco bias to me. And if you're from here, you know what I'm talking about. But, you know, it's not in San Francisco. It's right on the border. It's technically I mean, Daly City. Technically, so. yeah. But, you know, it's a San Francisco. We all know. We all know. Yeah. Well, you know, either way, this is a potential huge move for AEW as they have not debuted in Northern California, Washington, nor Oregon yet. Uh, Yeah. Imagine that. Even though two years, three years, even though AEW is scheduled to make their Seattle debut on uh, January 4th, technically the same quote unquote day 
as a New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the time difference, they take place at separate times. I think about 12 hours apart. I, I think technically, like, like, if everything went perfect mm-hmm. and somebody was working on straight exhaustion, they yeah. could probably do it, but it's not healthy. And I don't think anybody's going to be going back and forth uh, that would, night. Yeah, it would definitely be a private plane uh, type of situation, uh, that, right? Yeah, it could happen, though. You're, you're right when you say it like that. Uh, but damn near impossible for any of the AEW stars to work both shows. But uh, San Francisco's Chase Center has also been speculated. But I would love that. The, but the Bay Area is, uh, I think, a perfect spot for a big AEW weekend. Uh, you know, we have San Jose with the SAP. Is it still the SAP Center? I think so. Okay, Oakland with the Oakland Arena. That's Arena, what that's yeah. correct. Uh, mm-hmm. Daly City with the Cow Palace mm-hmm. and San Francisco with the Chase Center. I mean, how many, you know, like how many sh- like shows can AEW, first off, have in the Bay Area? They can set up a live rampage. They can set up a dynamite. They can uh, they can even do like a dark, a dark. Yeah. Even though they're they're recording dark in that. um, That's those studio shows in Florida. Mm-hmm. But no, you're right. Can, and they can break it out. Break out the norm. Yeah. And you know what? Somebody did point out to me. They were like, man, that would be the perfect time for Hobbs to win the uh, TNT title off of Wardlow. Oh, dude, it would, the building will go insane. Oh, my God. Okay. Because, you know, as you know, maybe not everyone knows, um, you know, Will Hobbs does. He comes from East Palo Alto, which is miles away from San Francisco, just mere miles away. PA. Yeah. You know, he wrestled bad. in APW. Uh, West Coast Pro Wrestling, I mean, among others within the Bay Area. Um, But like I was saying, with all of those venues just for AEW, and let's mention those independent promotions, All Pro Wrestling, West Coast Pro, Hood Slam. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I'm leaving some out, and I'm so sorry, but there's so many. You know, how many Mm -hmm. shows can we happen over a huge weekend? Yeah, you could totally have uh, two shows going on, one at the Cow Palace and one at that little um, rec center right, be, right behind it. Yeah. Oh, uh, was it the, oh the, uh, the the Boys and Girls Club. Right, right. Yeah, um, which, eight, yeah, which all pro wrestling has run shows out of mm-hmm. multiple times. And you, like I said, you could do a whole WrestleMania weekend. Like mm-hmm. it, it's a potential huge weekend for the Bay Area. What, Jose, what are your thoughts on this? Okay, so yeah, very exciting. I'm juiced. I can't wait for this. What I do see not happening is chances are we they won't be making any appearances at um, the Coliseum or the SAP Center. I think WWE has a little bit of a monopoly on those guys, but okay. that's fine with me. You know, Chase is right down the block from my house. Cow Palace is right around the corner. Um, I'm in a perfect situation. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you know, like you said, you're right, though. Um, even this weekend, WWE right now is finishing up a show at the Oakland Arena and going to San Jose tomorrow night for Raw. Yeah. So you're right. They have uh, they do have good contracts there. And I wonder if those those venues would want to even risk, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing business with AEW at that point, but risking relationships. Yeah, Cow Palace, you know, has uh, has hosted New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes, they have. They've hosted Re- all recently. pro wrestling. Yes, recently within the last, you know, bef- right before the pandemic. But they've gone outside of those WWE uh, means because WWE is not coming back to the Cow Palace. Unfortunately, no matter how many times I watch old tape of the Cow Palace and remember being there with my pop, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I almost called him my oh. papa. I'm like, I didn't even call him that. <laughs> my papa. Pa- papa. Me and Papa, <laughs> we're Can I have some popcorn? It's probably the same fucking popcorn. At least some of the same kernels are same, used. Same kernels, yeah. Yeah, they bought. They had a good deal in 1983, and they just whoo. They bought uh, 20 <laughs> years worth, and it just lasted them. Yeah. But no, you're right. Uh, this is going to be fun. I can't wait. I'm going to be extremely disappointed if uh, uh, they're like, "Oh, we're going to L.A. and then Portland." What? You know? <laughs> oh. Yeah, but it's cool because, you know, I think the last few years, a lot of us in the Bay Area have been saying, like, you know, like, Tony Khan, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I think those exact words, like, hey, you know, like, what's up? You want to come this why way? Is New, why is New Japan more hip than you? And on top of that, uh, I'm not going to name names, but there have been wrestlers in the past that wanted to work indie dates here and uh, true, who, true. who were under a – well – who are currently under a, <laughs> who are currently under AEW contract and weren't uh, they weren't it's not it's not that they weren't allowed to work the shows they just pulled out of the show last minute and if you know for you know what I'm talking some, about yeah for some odd reason exactly yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. exactly why but it also happened with another AEW star you know so mm. to me it told me that okay Tony Khan didn't want these people working these indie shows. You know, and I could but be he, but he's cool know, with people, yeah. but he's cool with people working indie shows. What's the well, they haven't, but working indie shows where they've already run, you know, okay. AEW's yeah. already run there. AEW mm-hmm. hasn't run in the Bay Area yet, right? Right? So it remains to be seen what happens, but stay tuned to City Wrestling Radio. You know, through all our socials, we will keep you updated, especially in our stories on our Instagram. Because remember, Instagram, it's still around. Yeah, I mean, people hate it, but it's still there. People hate it's, it, but it's that it's that like X that you can't like shake. get rid of. Yeah, like you still got a chicken. You don't have anything. Them. You don't have anything else good yet, so you're just like, oh, I guess I'll use Instagram. You know. You know what? And I think that's where people check on their X's is Instagram. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, nonetheless, um, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, next up, uh, Malachi Black. He uh, he says, uh, "See you soon." To uh, well, to us, to pro wrestling, to yeah. everyone at a indie show in Pomona. <laughs> but uh, Black issued Malachi Black issued a statement also on his Instagram uh, on Sunday, confirming that he asked for his AEW release. In the uh, in the rather long statement, Black thanked the fans and went on to say how he disliked the rumors circulating about his personal conversations with AEW management, and uh, then he stated, "quote." I did indeed ask for my release. The last two years of my the last two years of my life have been lended to a lot of setbacks. Both me and my wife have been affected by an, by uncontrollable actions from the outside that resulted in a loss of life, Ooh. medical setbacks, career jeopardizing, uh, the suicide of a close friend and close friend or close friend and a close family member almost losing their life. Jeez. Then experiencing an injury that I was sure would end my career. Yeah, give this guy a break. Um, yeah, no, definitely. It's it's one of those things, man. It seems like he's put his career first for the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's kind of what happens when you... I mean, I don't... It, sometimes mental health gets pushed aside. 
is what I'm trying yeah. to say when yeah. you focus too much on your career. And I know this working in media, you know, sometimes I will, you know, sit at a computer for eight hours straight and be like, Oh wait, I didn't eat anything. And people mm-hmm. say that doesn't affect your mental health, but it really does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't really think straight when you're not, when you're not eating and you know, and when you're not nourished. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're working 12 days a week for 12 hours a day. And then you're not 12 days a week, seven days a week, 12 hours a day. And I know how many days are in a week, Jose. Don't let's not go there. But <laughs> You know, it's it's one of those things. Sometimes mental health gets pushed aside, and it's good that he's realizing that he uh, he needs to kind of focus on that. He yeah. did. What's up? Go on. No, yeah, especially in a profession like professional wrestling. You know, being on the road, dealing with injuries, um, seeing some of your friends deteriorate. You know, in and out of the, out of the ring, as we see here with Malachi. Um, it, it can't be. It, it can be very tough on the body and the mind. And both can show um, symptoms of that from each other. You know what I mean? You'll get a backache. It's mental. You'll get uh, something in in your brain that's physical. It's back and forth. And it's just, uh, you know, a lot of weight to carry. Yeah. Sometimes we don't focus on ourselves because we focus on everyone else around us, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, totally. And I'm a big proponent nowadays after, you know, having a, <laughs> after having a couple of years of therapy, being like, you know, you can't. Help the people around you until you help yourself. And if you're not 100%, you can't be 100% for those people. Nonetheless, uh, Malachi Black uh, did make a long statement um, to the fans at a, uh, I think, prestige wrestling show in Pomona, California, where he faced Kid Bandit. And, uh, you know, this is the tail end of what he had to say. For the 22 years that I've given my absolute everything to you who are more than deserving of it, let me, t- let me put it out there, you've all been fantastic. Please allow me to take a few weeks, maybe a few months, to just recalibrate myself. I promise you, this is not goodbye. This is just, we'll see each other soon. Okay. So Malachi Black addressing the fans. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I heard some of these rumors uh, a couple weeks ago that um, it wasn't a separation with AEW, but it's more of a you know a leave of absence. Well, release. I mean, he, but you know, it's remain. He said, "Don't believe the hype." So he, uh, I'm gonna, he I'm did say he did say in his statement, you know, that you know he doesn't appreciate people talking about his personal business, Jose. So let's yeah, calm yeah, down. You're right. I'm kidding. Uh, no, <laughs> he uh, he did say in the long statement. I don't think I added, which I should have. Um, that he did ask for his release. Like, he confirmed that he asked for his release. He's spoken out yeah. against AEW in the past, and he's not a fan of working there right now. So, I mean, more power to Malachi Black. I hope to see him wrestle in the future. Um, Regardless of where he lands. Yeah, despite if he uh, if he ends up working WWE, um, you know, the, house show, the new house show circuit, SmackDown, Raw, whatever, uh, or mm-hmm. he goes back to AEW, Black will be a great fit for either company if used properly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and well, you know, he is a Triple H guy. He is a Triple H guy. And uh, speaking of WWE, WWE is, uh, <laughs> I feel like we're getting to some, it's like unsolved mysteries now. Dun, dun. Do, 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 do. I don't, I can't think, sing the theme song, but you know how it goes. Unsolved mysteries. Uh, so, the past three days, as as of this recording, um, as the night they were in Oakland, California, not not uh, was it September nineteenth? Yes, that's that was last night. Um, 
the last few nights of WWE have been playing these eerie. I should say, are they promos? Are they? They're teases, I guess. Yeah, they're not even vignettes. They're they're teases. Just teases. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could even call them that. Uh, for the live fans in attendance, these are not aired on TV at all. Two of them happened at a live show. One of them happened during SmackDown. This is the equivalent of dipping your toe in the water. So during That's what they're doing. During Friday night, uh, SmackDown, um, a vocal version of Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit began to play uh, with the stage lights off. It seemed like the main lights of the arena were on, but the uh, stage lights were all turned on. And uh, towards the end of the song, the lights all turned on to a sinister red. Hmm. Were there any uh, scorpions and millipedes in the middle of the ring? No, I was like, wait, Sting? I was like, Sting? Uh, So this has happened for three nights. Like I said, the first night was in Anaheim for SmackDown, Bakersfield for a house show, and in CWR's backyard of Oakland, California. Mm -hmm. The Fireflies were uh, quick to come out during the show, along with videos of the event happening at all three events. You hear people talking about it, like, what's going on? Oh, my God. But... Is this, this has got to be the fiend, right? It's got to be Bray Wyatt coming back, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, this will go one. Uh, this can go a few ways, right? Yeah. So the lyrics of the song are reference to uh, Alice in Wonderland, okay, right? Yes. Let's, let's dig into and, that. Yeah. So the, all the lyrics are very. I, I could imagine uh, Bray using these lyrics as you know, foretelling something, uh, dropping hints of his return. Uh, get ready, everybody! Time to take the magic mushrooms. Um, but I also wasn't Karrion Cross or somebody like that referred to as the White Rabbit. No, or something. Who, um, who somebody was referred to as the White Rabbit? Maybe Scarlet. I could see Scarlet. I don't know. Yeah. Why. So that's you know that's, that's another that's kind of fucked up. I don't mini know why, hint. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's a little mini hint, right? Uh, I mean, this the song talks about one pill making you larger, one pill making you smaller. I mean, I'm just reading the first lyrics. <laughs> yeah. So it says uh, one pill makes you larger, and. Uh, Oh, we know uh, Bray loves to reference the, you're fat, lose your weight. And if you go chasing rabbits, you will know you are going to fall. Mm. So, And uh, didn't he have a white rabbit in the Firefly Funhouse? Yeah, it's the fear. That was the fear uh, rabbit, right? I, I believe like every, so, yeah. every animal, Every animal reflected a piece of his uh, personality. Yeah. And I think the rabbit represented his fear. So, uh-oh. So, it, to me... I think we are going to get, and I think there are some people that said, oh, it's not going to be the, don't bring the fiend back. That was a dumb character. I think it's going to be a refined fiend. I think we're going to see a new version of the fiend. Uh, A verbal fiend? I think we're going to see the fiend that is going to be left to his own devices. I think A smart Hulk, if you will. uh, I mean, yeah. Well, yes. I think the chains are are off. The Vince McMahon Mm -hmm. chains. Yeah. And I think this white rabbit is a first indication, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think before Bray Wyatt had his hands tied and he had to oh, yeah. he wanted to do this and that. And he was very creative. But there's something a little bit more sinister about this. And there's something well, a little they, bit more. Remember, they, they booked themselves in the corner with him being so strong. Exactly. And, you know, if you make him some sort of just, you know, kind of half cult leader, you know, you could be an amalgam of all his characters, too. Yeah, that's true. You know, it could be the. I, I, I want smart, smart Hulk, that, smart fiend. Yeah. You know, well, I mean? yeah, you can. You know, uh, but I, I think the fiend's gonna look different. I think we're not gonna see the original mask. I'm fine with that. I think we're gonna see whatever Bray wants to do. You Please know? ditch the pants. Yeah, uh, ditch those pants. Uh, I mean, it's wrestling. If you, yeah, yeah. 
I think the way he pitched it was he was like a ringleader. And mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense, but I don't know. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. The Fiend was cool for like the like when I Fiend first came out, I was like, oh my God. This is so cool. It was very cool. Yeah. Whoa. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the same song, dude. It's the same song. It's just it's different. <laughs> oh, look at the lantern. Oh, look at the lantern. It's his face. What? <laughs> and then that god awful belt came out. Yeah, that ruined everything. That was just like, oh, this is where we're going with it. Okay. Yeah, and, and the belt was like fifteen. The replica was like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, dude. It quickly oh went down to five hundred. It quickly. Oh yeah, yeah, in a blink, right? Yeah, I think some people bought it for fifteen hundred though. I think they once they were like they knew they could sell a few. They were like, all right, we we made our money. Mm-hmm. Let's bring it down. Yeah. Uh, but whether they're going down the list or up the list, PWI five hundred. The segue of the century. Just uh, just announced their list for uh, 2022. Shall we go through the top 10, Jose? Let's. Well, in the top 10, rounding out number 10, we have Jonathan Gresham, former ROH champion. And uh, I, I believe he's just an independent star now. He's not representing yeah. any company. He was released from, or at least he asked his release from Ring of Honor slash AEW. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Big E. Who uh who popped up on my friend's suggestion on uh on Facebook the other day and not like the Biggie Facebook page like it was like his mm-hmm. legit Facebook and I was like cool that's how I know I'm making good moves. Mm-hmm. Vikingo uh number uh was that number eight no ten nine yeah eight Vikingo yeah yeah so I mean cool I haven't seen much of them but what I did see you know special talent okay uh Brian Danielson from AEW in number of seven course. Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes six Bobby Lashley oh. five. What's up? No, uh, Cody at six is sketch, but continue. <laughs> well, he means right above. He's right. Uh, Bobby Lashley does beat him out, and I would agree with that. Yeah, hundred percent. And then we have number four, Adam Page, with number three being CM Punk, which I think is. <laughs> I think it's like, why is CM Punk one above Adam Page? Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, it seems like somebody was trying to stir the pot there, uh, or it's a mark out, or somebody paid. For that to happen, oh. you know, if like, okay, if they're both going to be in the top 10, let's, we can work that into storyline. You know, I, I was one above, you're just mad because you couldn't beat me in the PWI 500. Yeah. Which you know how AEW likes to get all real with they shit. Mm-hmm. Kazuchika Okada representing New Japan Pro Wrestling and number one, because he'd have won. Tribal no Chief. No surprise. Yeah. Roman Reigns. I mean, he's top dog, man. It, who's going to, who's going to beat this guy? Who's going to beat this guy? I mean, for the championship. Cody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got to be Cody, right? I mean, that's the only that's the only possibility I mean, the- unless a couple of people get their wishes and all of a sudden we have a surprising feud of the bloodline versus the elite. <gasps> yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. I I, no, I don't uh, think. Yeah, not anytime soon. Well, you know, everybody's contract is up at the beginning of the year, right? And uh you know, apparently, you know, Cody still has there to get was healthy. rumors of feelers being sent out. So, you know, mm-hmm. you never know. But mm-hmm. um, you're right. Cody needs to get healthy. Um, yeah, I think the only way I see Roman Reigns losing that title is night one beating The Rock at WrestleMania. And then night two, all of a sudden, we have a surprise return, a surprise challenge. Cody Rhodes gets his shot at the title. Yeah. And... Beats him, beats a weekend, uh, a semi weekend Roman. Roman takes some mm-hmm. time off, 
you know, and then you can uh, lower, not, it's not lowering the odds, but Roman is just so fucking unbeatable, you know? Yeah, and that's how they're playing it. That's how, it's playing out how they planned it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And to me, it's just, I don't know, man. They got to do something. And it brings it to that level where, you know, if Cody has it, yeah, he can lose to Kevin Owens. He can lose the title to Kevin Owens. He right. can lose the title to Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. You know, Braun, whoever. But I don't see anybody losing to uh, to Cody except for um, Cody or uh, Roman losing. To- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. You got it. But nonetheless, we'll see what happens. Uh, well, I mean, one person we didn't th- we don't think is going to be. Well, at least I can. St- I will speak for you, Jose. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, on Saturday night in Las Vegas, well, Saturday, in Las Vegas, WWE held a press conference confirming that it will be Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul at, uh, at, at the uh, Crown Jewel on uh, October 5th. <laughs> well, you know, okay, this is the one thing to come out of this, right? That's good. It's it's being held in Saudi Arabia on a throwaway show, and I think Triple H recognizes that this is a throwaway show, and this is a throwaway trip, and this is the last time they go to Saudi Arabia. Bet. No, they have. Don't they still have like that ten year contract? Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah, about exactly. that. Damn, Vince. Oh. He, he's got him booked. I think for another five years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. But in the presser, Triple H uh, was there. He uh, he said that. With more than a hundred million, no, I'm not going to do the voice. He says with more than a hundred million social media followers, he has the number one podcast in the world, according to his daughter. Uh, in many ways, Logan Paul represents the youth movement of America. You could say when it comes to reaching the youth of the world, Logan Paul is a god is on god tier level. Oh man, is that something that uh? That Logan Paul says God tier level. I, you know, I'm not a 16 year old girl. I don't know. You know, because to me, it's uh, I don't know, man. I I know Logan Paul. Why why is he headlining this show, Jose? Because he's God tier level. Because he has the number one podcast in the world. Because he has 100 million social media followers. Because somebody needs to bring in tickets. But how are you going to get that in Saudi Arabia? I mean, it's one of those things. Uh, I think he was. Pro- I think he was promised the WWE title shot. Oh, and maybe. I and I think this is just. It. I think kid. he was. Pro- he was told like when he comes in, like, you will get a title shot. We'll, you know, we'll make you know whatever. But Logan, 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 look, come to Saudi Arabia. You'll get a title shot. You'll be on the big screen. Yeah, and then we'll see what we can do with you. Yeah. So, to me, it just. It, it reeks of just okay. Let's just. It, it's the first time we're looking at WWE again with these eyes of okay. You're throwing something away. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Just all right. Logan Paul. He's got a bunch of followers. It'll be a throwaway. And I mean, I guess it pleases the people you're trying to please. The you know whoever's putting on the show. Yeah. But nonetheless, Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns at the uh, the Saudi Arabia show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I think either way you look at it, WWE is making a push to build bridges to um, to top tier celebrities and companies. And I think that's something that needs to be done. Um, And that's probably going to happen. Yeah. What are what are the chances of uh, a bad bunny versus Logan Paul WrestleMania match? Very, very likely. Did you hear how bad bunny 
made a surprise appearance at a San Rafael restaurant with 80 of his uh, entourage. <laughs> he said, uh, 80 Puerto Ricans, please, or something uh, like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, did you hear that on the on the radio station? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, that's great, man. I think that I... I I suggested, you know, I think we, you know, we should tell, I was like, yeah, I was like, we need to let people know he's a former like wrestling champion. Right. Let him not let you know. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, well, yeah, because I think, you know, with bad bunny wrestling and I think Logan Paul wrestling that really does like open doors that haven't been opened before. Mm. And, you know, I said earlier, you know, 2024, the real forbidden door is about to be open. Maybe I didn't say it at the beginning, but now I'm telling you, um, no, you know what? I think we we talked about it. We touched on it very briefly very on another briefly. show. Yeah. But, okay, so I think in 2024, the real Forbidden Door is going to be open. And hear me out here, because there's a lot of if, ands, or buts. Okay. Let's okay. dive into my op-ed investigative journalism, shall we? Ooh, well, so I guess it's not really investigative. It's just my thoughts on everything going down. So... This last week, the Hollywood Reporter released a story about the potential future of Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, amid internal company shakeups, uh, skeptical investors, staggering debt, and a lackluster DC universe. I'm sorry I mean, to say, you're you're really being nice. Uh, I I am looking forward to Black Adam. I oh, am. We all are. I we am. Are. You know, and I uh, Peacemaker was DC, right? PC, uh, yeah, the Peacemaker was good too, yeah. So, I mean, they got John Cena and The Rock doing something, and that always worked for WWE. So, uh, the company that produces and broadcasts um, AEW television has been mm -hmm. on the decline in recent years, mm -hmm. and uh, that could be one reason why they love keeping AEW around. I'll just put that out there, which yeah. is bringing about like 1 million viewers the past how many weeks? Like five, or not five, it's been like three or four weeks, and 1 yeah, million recently. in a row. But they were even before then. They were in and yeah. like eight, eight to nine. They have great 000. numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, this has many questioning the future of Warner Brothers Discovery, and many have speculated that Comcast CEO Brian L. Roberts could make the push to merge Warner Brothers Discovery with his company that Comcast owns, NBC Universal. Hmm. Now, negotiations can't happen until 2024, and they could face antitrust issues, but many are speculating this is a smart move for both companies with uh, Peacock, uh, which many call fucking shit. It's not very user-friendly. Yeah, I, I, I think that in The Hollywood Reporter, you know, they said something like, it, it, it fucking sucks. <laughs> Finding something on the network is so hard, dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would undergo a huge um, upgrade, you know, Peacock, with the merging of their, uh, was it, uh, Paramount Plus, mm -hmm. Warner Brothers Discovery thereof. Now, you may be asking, what the fuck does this have to do with wrestling? Now, I'm glad you asked. Everything. Everything. Every single thing. Because in the past few years, the rumors have been circulating that WWE's door has, quote, always been open to potential buyers. And this comes at a time when the company has under has undergone a complete facelift with, uh, I think, interchangeable company heads. WWE is proving that the company can make money despite the names behind the scene. Triple mm -hmm. H, Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, they're all interchangeable at this point mm -hmm. and that's what investors want to see and i and that's what you need to do to build i believe an entertainment empire i've said this before 
Disney did not, I mean, Disney did grow a lot under Walt Disney, but look at it after Walt mm-hmm. Disney passed and t- it was taken over by other people in the company. It has gone to great new heights, especially in the past 15, 20 years. Yeah. The good news is out of those three, it looks like Triple H is the only one that is not indispensable. Well, he is indispensable. And I think that's one thing that you need to, that everyone needs to learn. You know, well, everybody is. Everybody is. Yeah, exactly. But if you're going to keep anyone around, it's probably Triple H, right? But if you look at what I'm saying is look at WWE before when Vince was running it. Everyone mm-hmm. said, oh, WWE can't survive without Vince. Oh, Vince is the one that that books everything. That's why he micromanaged mm-hmm. everything. And that's what mm-hmm. was I mean, it was, you know, like holding the company back. Yeah. Um, you know, and it is my belief that WWE has primed themselves for a sale, uh, in the past couple of years and NBC and yeah. NBC universal has always been the number one name that has floated around, uh, these rumors. Now let's fantasy book for a second. NBC okay. universal merges with Warner brothers discovery. Let's mm-hmm. just say this happens in 20 late 2024. Mm-hmm. They pass, you know, all the FCC stuff. Um, now for this to, in my imagination w, nbc universal would have to also purchase wwe hmm. which at this point i mean it looks more and more likely it's very viable yeah now this would put wwe under the same umbrella that broadcast and helps produce all elite wrestling okay now TNT and TBS are owned by who? Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh. Okay. So I don't think, and then at this point, if Warner Brothers Discovery gets absorbed by NBC Universal, which I believe would happen, it would become sort of some sort of NBC Warner Universal or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think NBC Universal would want wouldn't want their shows competing against one another for ratings. Of course not. Yeah. Um, and I think this would force AEW and WWE's both of their hands into uh, cooperating in some sense. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan's uh, public display for WWE has been kind of all over the place in recent years, as sometimes being open to working with them and then sometimes calling them out during media scrums. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nonetheless, this this could never happen. This might never happen. You know what I mean? This. Uh, it's not a small hill to climb, and there's a lot of obstacles, and then you have the whole monopoly uh, discussion. So, so a lot of channels that NBC would be owning, right? So I think if AEW and WWE are both under the NBC Warner umbrella, they're gonna be they're gonna the 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 ability to work back and forth between both companies will be greater than ever because yeah. a you wouldn't have um, wrestling people owning the wrestling company anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, entertainment people. It yeah. would make more sense. Well, why, why not let Kenny Omega come to our show? You know, we, we he's one of their guys, and you know, he's they're on TNT, TBS, they're on mm-hmm. USA. You know, they're right after Burn Notice. So oh, oh, Disney and Marvel are doing it. Why can't we? They have multi universes. Why can't we? Exactly, and so. I think this is going to happen in 2025. I think WWE and AEW will be more primed to work with one another. And that is my opinion. Thank you for joining me today on my TED Talk.
Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, I um, mean, what do you yeah, think lot, about this? I mean, honestly, there's, uh, there's a lot of hurdles to be crossed, right? Yeah. That, uh, there's a lot of details that need to get uh, discussed. I'm a fan. I would, I would totally love this. Who wouldn't love this, right? Um, but you would have maybe now let, let's talk about in companies. Let's say everything falls into place. You have both companies living within each other in the same universe, right? Yeah. I wouldn't go about doing a joint WrestleMania. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're you, saying. You would you would put on like uh, you know an AW title in the main event in an in a Mania day because you know multiple days, right? Mm-hmm. And you would also have a WWE event, I mean, match in an AEW event. That's the best way you can go. And then you would have some interchangeable, you know, feuds. We would probably get, like we were talking about earlier, um, the Elite, uh, O'Kenny Omega against Roman and the, and the Young Bucks against the Usos. Yeah, I mean, even, like, think about that. Think about the bloodline coming down to the ring, challenging the Elite, you know? Yeah, and... Uh, Cody, who are you siding with? Are you going to go with the elite? Or are you going to go with the Usos? Yeah, or or it could, yeah, I mean, or yeah, just like WWE or AEW, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, and then you had the idea of having uh, the Bloodline being challenged by the Black Blackpool Combat Club. How yeah, dope absolutely. Would that be? You know, seeing them go back and forth, and you know, you, these are you know Roman and Moxley. Mm-hmm. They have, and you know, like I said, this could never happen, or it can go a completely different way. You know, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe one day they're Warner Brothers, and they get bought by NBC, and then they're told, "Hey, sorry, AEW, we own mm-hmm. WWE. That's our company now. You're you're out of here." Because that is also a giant yeah. possibility. There's a chance that NBC buys WWE and says, "No, AEW, you are now our competition. Sorry, you're out of a contract." Uh, or they they do a Vince McMahon and absorb all the library and all the content, have it for themselves and hoard it and just dissolve the company. Yeah, I mean, well, I I don't know about their ownership of the company, um, but they might be able to take all the tape for sure. Yeah, so I'm sure there's a piece that you know TBS and T owns, but you know, interesting times. Well, the, you know, I think at the at this in this day and age with you know. Like we're living in an age where we we never thought we'd live in. You know, everyone would say, "Oh, WWE, it's 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 going to be run by Vince till the day he dies." Yeah. We know this for sure. And then one day, Vince just he's not there anymore, and he's gone, and he has nothing to do in a world where Vince McMahon has nothing to do with WWE. I think anything is possible now. Totally, hundred percent. And let's not forget, we we still don't know what the next year holds because if this. Uh Vince allegation stuff blows over, we might see a return. No. You don't think he's no. ever coming back? No. He's done. He's gone. Okay. He's not the board back. is like the board hates him now. They're like, I, I don't think they him. hate him, and I think he probably still has friends on the board, but at the same time, mm-hmm. he's not good for the company. You can't just it's it's not the wrestling world anymore that you're dealing mm-hmm. with. You're working with mm-hmm. corporate America. You're right. But you know, there's there's other people that got kicked out of their positions and now they won't back in. So, and you know, they happen to be friends with Vince. So he might be getting ideas. I don't know. Speculation. Well, you know, one thing I will say about uh, the new era of WWE is, uh, you know, Triple H is take, has taken over uh, for creative. And uh, he has always been open to working with outside talent. Yeah. You know, hence, if you go back August 22nd, 2015, 
uh, Tyler Breeze at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn won. He needed an opponent, and who was his opponent? None other than one of the greatest light heavyweights of our junior heavyweights, light heavyweight, junior heavyweights, Jushin mm-hmm. Thunder Liger. Mm-hmm. So that proves to me that Triple H is open to working with outside talent. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. And we, we know that it's been a, a more pleasant show to watch. And, you know, Black, NXT Black and Gold is coming back. That's true. We also have NXT Black and Gold back. Uh, you know, everyone's like, it's not NXT Black and Gold. It's black and like white. I'm like, yeah. Or it's gold and white. I'm like, no, it's not. There's still there's black <laughs> outline that you don't count the white. The white was always still. Oh, God. Yeah. It makes my head hurt. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, before we get out of here. This uh, next week, we got Grand Slam, AEW, Dynamite. Sweet. And we got we a lot of the, shows going on. But yeah, I mean, we, we have the Raw shows in the Bay Area. Raw show is in uh, San Jose this week. Probably something to do with Bailey. I wonder if she'll get a title shot there and uh, win in her hometown. She's yeah. probably. I think Where, she's owed uh, one. I think she's owed yeah. one in her hometown for sure. For sure. For sure. Where's that uh, SmackDown from? Uh, I don't know. They probably left Sacramento. Yeah. I, I mean, if anything, they have done that before where they go down to San Jose and then up to Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we got SmackDown. NXT is going to do their black and gold. They've already filmed, though. They're all pre-taped. So mm-hmm. that's one good thing they're doing now. Uh, Grand Slam, John Moxley, Brian Danielson for the title. Oh, I can't wait. What do you got? I mean, I I personally think, and I think a lot of people are picking John Moxley. I don't think Moxley's winning. I think Moxley's owed a vacation. That's what it is. I think Mox, they told Moxley, he, I say he's a, I'll be here for uh, another, you know, I'll, I'll go to the end of the tournament, put somebody mm-hmm. over. And who else are you going to put over? You know, like your guy, yeah, your teammate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of movement in the Blackpool Combat Club too. You know what I yeah. mean? And, so. and the only way, the only way that Moxley wins is if he puts over MJF next Wednesday, the Wednesday following. Oh, yeah. And that would just be weird. I don't want to see MJF for the title. I mean, he's cool. I don't know. See him and his wife, or, or him and his girlfriend, are getting married. Yeah, they got a good-looking couple. It's funny. It, you could tell he's probably actually a nice guy because, like, there's a picture <laughs> of him like holding his girlfriend. He has the like it's the same smile he has in that picture, mm-hmm. like holding his girlfriend that just said yes to him marrying him that he had when meeting CM Punk when he was like eight years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like put them side um, by side. They're they're almost identical. Yeah, and he looked, you know, somewhat. Not evil in the uh, carpool karaoke episode. Oh, that's right. They've been doing those, right? Is that on TBS? It it it's no. It's on. Um, is it on Peacock? It, Paramount, maybe. Well, I think that about does it here for us this week. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to do all that good stuff. Like, share, subscribe, comment, share, and listen again. Because hey, you know sometimes you miss something the first time. You want to go back, and listen again. Yeah. What else are you going to listen to in the shower? Yeah. Music? No. It's not like you're going to have like any sort of porn playing on your computer in the background. You're <laughs> trying to look through the glass and you're like, wait, it's fogging <laughs> up. Hold on, let me wipe it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my soap scum. Ew. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, I think that about does it here for us. Do all that good stuff. Like, share, subscribe, and comment. And we will see you next week. City Wrestling Radio. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Osegaro. And see you next time. Goodbye and good night. I think we'll ask Kenny to make sense. Well, take care. Bye.